Hi, Shannon Waller here, and welcome to the Team Success Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about something that I have given a lot of thought to, you probably have as well, and that is leadership and management. Now, there are a lot of conversations, including some that I've hosted, that talk about leadership versus management, and that's an interesting debate, one that we're not going to get into today, because I'm going to talk about, instead of either or, both and, why you need both leadership and management, and what happens if you don't have either or just one or the other. So it's really interesting. My team and I have given a lot of thought to this conversation, and we've looked at Strategic Coach. We've looked at some of our clients' companies, some of whom are more well-run than others. And this really is a core issue. Do you have leadership without management or management without leadership? And what happens? So I've prepared a couple of lists for you that you can take notes on if you're interested. But let's start with leadership. What happens when there is no leadership? First of all, one of the things that a really great leader does, or someone with a leadership mindset, is they are fabulous at providing the vision and getting aligned on values. So if you don't have any leadership, there's no vision. There's no one climbing up the pole and looking far down the field to see exactly where the destination is that we should all end up. That's not good because without that direction, without that clarity about where to go, we could be off in either direction, completely off task, doing a very good job of getting off task, getting off direction. So that's the real danger. Often what I see in companies without clear leadership is that the team members who join the company have a very differing value system. There's no coherent set of values or principles that people live by. Now, the interesting thing about values is they give enormous direction to people's day-to-day behavior. So if there's no aligned set of core values against which you live by, then it's okay to do a whole lot of different things. And you'll get behaviors in one part of the company that would be completely abhorrent in another part of the company and vice versa. And you have a very, frankly, messed up company. So no values and no direction or vision is another one. And when you have no values, there's really very little sense of community or culture. There's no cohesion because you can't have any because everyone's doing something completely different. Also, on the front stage, in terms of clients and customers, there tend to be very inconsistent levels of service inconsistent levels of value that are being created. And so your customer over here may have a very different experience than the client over there. And that's frustrating. That's annoying. There's no consistency in terms of that front stage. When there's a lack of leadership, people will try and fill it in themselves. But instead of making the company strong, they're focused on making themselves strong. They build their own kingdoms. They get their own little territories. That's called silos. People don't talk to one another. Like, this is mine. It's not yours. Lay off. Stay out of my territory. Not healthy. This is not healthy for an organization. If you want more insight into this, please, please read Patrick Lencioni's books. Any of them will do. One of my favorites is Politics, Silos, and Turf Wars, Five Dysfunctions of a Team. It's by far his best known. It's brilliant. And he really summarizes everything that is important about organizational health in his book called The Advantage. So that's without the fable. That has just the straight mainline concepts and ways to operate a company. But he's very, very clear on this whole point about really staying aligned on that common vision, which is very much what leadership does. So again, with no leadership, you have no unity, you often have high turnover, which results in no growth. Now, I'm going to assume that you're listening because you want to have team success, you want to have a successful company, and you want to grow. Otherwise, I'm not quite sure why you would invest your time in this. So it's really important that you have this as a value. Now, let me talk about what happens when you have no management. (laughs) You have lots of vision, Okay, so when you have 
Big vision with no management, you have no execution. Lots of great ideas, nothing actually happens. You don't move very far down the field, <laughs> which is a real danger. Now, when you have management with no vision, just to contrast this, you have very great execution, but you're probably going around in circles. So neither one of these are successful without the other, and that's really my point today. So with no management, people don't know what to do. They may be very clear on why, but they don't exactly know what. Messes often happen because one person's doing it one way, one person's doing it the other way. Often there's no consistency, there's no implementation or execution of ideas. And let me talk for a moment about the very beginning of Strategic Coach, because when we were super small, like under 10, a whole bunch of us really liked to brainstorm. We had lots of great ideas. We'd go into a meeting. We would have the best meetings. They were awesome. We'd brainstorm a couple of ideas and marketing ideas and product ideas and service ideas and program ideas, and then we'd leave the meeting. And we'd come back a week or two later and go, um, what did we decide? Oh, we didn't? And then guess what? We'd have the same conversation over again <laughs> with a few, a few new things thrown in. So it wasn't until we had someone who frankly was focused on execution and follow through, if you're familiar with Colby, that they forced us to say, okay, which of these 30 ideas are you actually going to do? And then we're like, we look at each other and go, um, number 15. <laughs> and that's the one that this person would go to work on. Thank goodness for her. If it weren't for her, we might be still back to seven or eight people. So that is so key. If you actually want your ideas to grow and have a life beyond you, you need someone who is willing to execute those and make them real. What often happens with no management is there's no team. There's no team building. There's often very little to pull people together so they can actually work effectively together. There's no one orchestrating the effort, and that's dangerous because, again, you don't get anything done. There are certainly no systems in place. Now, I am one of those people by nature and temperament and how I'm put together where I can see the big picture. That is where my brain goes. But I have to tell you, I bow down to the people around me who take those ideas that I make up and they make them real and they make them recur. You know, there are people who put systems in place around what I do, which frankly, I cannot do. I will not spend the mental energy. I get incredibly impatient, and I find it boring. So I do it one way one day and another way a different day. Not bad or wrong, just not particularly efficient. If efficiency is what you're looking for, I'm not the person. If creativity or innovation is what you're looking for, I can definitely help. So it's amazing just how important it is to appreciate the contrast and appreciate who you need around you to actually make things happen. So the other thing that happens with no management is very little communication. You know, you can have your rah-rah meeting and then everyone leaves, but no one actually connects the dots afterwards. That's really not very good. Very little clarity. People are confused because they don't know what they're supposed to be doing or when and what timing, and things grind to a halt. So for those of you that run organizations or teams, take a look at do you need more management or is there a lack of vision? These are questions that you can ask yourself to help things really capture momentum and get going because that's what we all want to have happen. So with no focused action, guess what? Guess what the result is? Again, no growth. So since I'm all about growth today, as you can probably tell, both management and leadership are absolutely essential for our success. Now, I like to boil it down to practical conversations, and I want you to be able to relate this to your own experience. So it's interesting if I look at our company and our leadership team, and we, by the way, we call people team leaders. We don't actually love the term managers. It has a bit too much of a bureaucratic influence as far as I'm concerned. But we have people who are so brilliant at execution 
And they are very key to our leadership team because they can take the big ideas and they can make them real. They can put the systems in place. They can put the people resources and the financial resources. They can make sure that we manage our financial resources well. They're the ones who have the systems, have the structures, do the research, really put things together so that we can keep doing it. I can do it really well once or twice, but if we have to do it really well 35 times, we have to have that management team in place. And what I know about really great managers is they also need really great vision. They need great leadership. Where are we going? What's the long vision? What are we up to? What difference are we making in the world? And once they're inspired by that, look out. They will make it happen. And all you have to do is really get out of the way. It's really powerful. The challenge is that many of us have a bias that our way is the right way. So if you tend more towards leadership, you're like, leaders are good. Leadership is where it's at. Management's bad, small, terms like micromanaging. We tend to diss those things that are not in our own bailiwick because we don't like them, whereas, in fact, they're incredibly important. Now, managers, frankly, can also do the same. Oh, that big-picture visionary, no sense of reality. They're not focused on profit. They're going to spend everything we have. They don't know that we don't have the time or resources to do this. There's this battle, this polarization that can happen between these two people, or two different mindsets, I should say. And yet, when you combine them and put them together with appreciation and respect, and frankly, a healthy dose of a sense of humor is also really key, then magic can happen. So what I want you to do is think about, okay, are you more of a leader? Are you more of a manager? Maybe you're one of those unique crossover people, in which case we need to clone you and reproduce you all over the place. But it's critical because knowing where you are means that you can appreciate your own talents and what you bring to the party, but also extend deep, deep appreciation, in fact, maybe even more so sometimes than your own talents and skills, for the people who compliment you, the people who can either take your ideas and make them real, or the people who can make maximum use of your incredible ability to manage people and financial resources and time resources. So when we have that deep appreciation for our compliment, that's when magic happens. That's when we have team success. People not only know why they're doing something, they know what to do. People know what to do and why they're doing it. Both of those things are always true. So I am a huge fan of as much cooperation and communication between managers and leaders as is humanly possible. I think this is a good thing. But it won't happen unless each of us appreciates who we are, what our mindset tends to be, or what we gravitate towards, where our instincts lead us, and how we can surround ourselves with our compliments to really make that happen. So I hope after this conversation you have greater insight into where you are and a greater appreciation for the people that you surround yourself with that really can make the maximum use of your talents and also maximize your impact as a person and as an organization. So that's what I want you to take away from today's conversation. So thank you very much for listening. I hope today has been thought-provoking for you. If you have any questions or comments, please let us know at questionsastrategicoach.com. Thank you for listening. And as always, here's to your team's success.